Welcome to the No Picks After Dark podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. Today, we have a very, very special guest coming from the Pacific Northwest. Again, the Pacific Northwest. Um, this I've known this young lady, wow, um, for quite a while. Um, I haven't seen her in quite a while. Actually, I just saw her like probably three or four months ago, but it's probably about 10 years before that I haven't seen her in a while. Um, it's her birthday coming up. And we're very excited to have her on. Miss Shiloh, how are you doing today? Hi, Aaron. Thanks. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, I'm happy that you took time out of your busy day. Our time difference is three hours. So it's pretty early in the morning for you and uh, mid-afternoon over here. And I thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. And um, we really wanted to, you know, you, me and you have, have spoken in the past. And um, your birthday is coming up. And... You told me some things that you wanted to do, and I said, oh, that's cool. Like, and then I was like, Let, let's do it then. Let's, you know, let's talk about it. And I know this is a big step right now in the process, and let's talk about it. So without further ado, Ms. Shiloh, um, tell people a little bit about yourself. So I live in Portland, um, and I know you from our time at Syracuse University. That's where we became friends, um, both big Orange fans. And um, I'm from Oregon originally. I was born on the East Coast in Canada. Um, my dad is from upstate New York, and my mom is Canadian. And I, I was born out there, and then when I was little, I moved out to Oregon and grew up there. And then I really wanted to go to college back on the East Coast where my family's from. And I wanted to go somewhere where there was snow because I love snow. Um, so I went to college with you out in Syracuse and then um, stayed there for quite a while for work. And then I had an opportunity um, to kind of further along my career by moving back out here. So I've been back out here for a few years now. I work in the mental health field and I'm about ready to turn 39. And I had been looking back on um, the last few years and realized that I had really fallen into adulthood, I guess you could say, where you go to work, you go home, you know, you have fun, you do your thing, but you kind of fall into this routine. And I really had been thinking about um, ending my 30s and entering the 40s with, with a bang. I really wanted to do um, some personal challenges um, professionally, emotionally, um, physically to really um, end my 30s right and start off my 40s on a really good note and in a positive way. Well, th thank you so much for explaining all that. Um, what really took off for me was when you were talking about you were going to be turning 39 this year. And I, to me, I was like, wow, this is a great podcast because we have so many friends our same age that will be turning 40 next year. And this was a little bit near and dear to me a little bit because I said, damn, I turned 40 in six months. Mm -hmm. And you have all these thoughts of like what you're doing and we're going to get into all that, which is awesome. Um, and so it kind of, you inspired me a little bit to, Hey, let, let's do this. I, I like, I like how you're going on this and journey and hopefully, I mean, people can take little notes from your journey and we can go from there. And so your journey. Let's talk about it. Um, you're turning 30, you're 39. So when this comes out, you will be, you will be 39 years old. Mm -hmm. um, before we get into anything, any big plans for your 39? Not really. Um, not really for the actual day. I'm kind of saving that for, for actually kicking off this list of things that I'm doing um, over the next few weeks. And so I'm really... Um, 
you know, I, I'm, I'm going out a little bit tomorrow and, and things like that. My dad's here spending time with family, but nothing too exciting. I'm kind of saving that for the next. Okay. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with that at all. Nothing wrong with that at all. So I guess my question for you, did I cut that lose you? Oh, okay. Um, the bit, my question for you is you said you want to do 50. Okay, tell everybody about your store, how you have a certain list of things you want to do. I don't want to spoil <laughs> your joy. Uh, I know you have a list of things. And um, bef- I, I don't know if I, I, you go ahead and say it. You go ahead and say it. I don't want to jump into your okay. things you want to do. So we'll, we'll go one line by line and I might have a question for you after. That's fine. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, well, it, it started with like, oh, I'm going to be turning 40. Maybe I should do. And so I had been looking back at like things that I have wanted to do, but I haven't done either. Like, oh, I don't have time or, um, oh, that's kind of crazy. Like maybe I, you know, do I really want to do that? Or, um, oh, I'm too like scared to do that or whatever the case might be. And so I started thinking to myself, I'm going to just put all those things down in a list and I'm going to kind of sort out which ones I can do and which ones I can't. And so my goal was to keep a list that was really fluid. Like it could change. I could add stuff. I could take stuff off. Um, and so I started adding different things that were of interest to me. And like I said, they're kind of all different categories. And so one of them was, you know, I really wanted to end my thirties being in the best physical fitness I could possibly be in. Why not? Um, you know, I'm, I'm capable of doing that. So, um, starting next week, I will be doing a 5k and then a month or two after that, I'm doing a 10k leading up into the summer where I'll be doing a marathon. And um, I'm not a runner, so this is going to be really fun. I'm starting a training program and um, added, added things like that onto my list um, just to really challenge myself and see what I could do. Now, have you ever done a, have you ever ran a 5K before? Yeah, I've ran a couple of those. And like I said, I'm not a runner, but I downloaded some apps and um, did a training program and actually did great. And so I'm like, if I can do that, and I never thought I could do that. So if I can do that, why can't I do more. So that was where my thinking was, um, thinking about the, the running. That's awesome. Um, have you, or do you have the names of the, of the, um, races you're going to run the 5k and the 10k? Yet, um, not or? the 10k, the have 5k, you? I think it's called the frozen 5k. It's in Southern Oregon and that's, um, actually Saturday, January 4th next weekend. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. You're wow. Right out the box. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then um, okay, so, the, the Monday after that, I'm actually starting um, ice skating lessons. I've I can kind of ice skate, but I've always wanted to be better. And I'm like, I don't I don't care. I guess I'll go to a class with a bunch of five year olds, and they can teach me how to skate. It's in the middle of a mall. It's actually where um, the ice the figure skater Tanya Harding used to take lessons. One of the places it's her Olympic rink. Um, and so I'm going to be going there and taking ice skating lessons on Mondays for seven weeks. So, <laughs> so she's an ice skating rink named, named after no, her. It's not named after her. It's just where oh, actually <laughs> she, where she would train. She's from Portland. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. 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 So you're doing ice skating. I mean, I haven't ice skated since I was probably like eight or nine years old. And I was in, when I was living in Dallas, Texas, it was, it's so random, right? Dallas, Texas. And there's a place called the Galleria in Dallas, Texas that has ice skating rink mm-hmm. in the middle of it. So that's where I learned and my ass hurt for like two weeks. I'm I'm good. I don't want to do any ice skating or anything of that nature. It, it scares me because I'm too old for that right now. 
<laughs> yeah, it'll, um, I've, I ice skated as a kid and then I ice skated a few times as an adult. Um, I actually went once last year and really liked it. And there were all these people that were really good. And I was like, oh man, I wish I could skate like that. I wish I knew where to start. And so I looked it up and they had classes for adults. So I'm like, okay, here we go. So that was one of my additions to my list. So what's next on the bucket list? Um, well, so January will be the 5K and ice skating lessons. Um, I also am going to be doing an escape room. I've always wanted to do one, just never has happened. Um, so I'm actually going with some coworkers in January. Yeah, I've done an escape room before with a couple coworkers. It's such a great working experience, team bonding, and I really, really enjoyed it. I wish everybody could do something like this. One of my goals for the whole year is to read at least one book a week. So I'd like to do 52 books in a year. So that'll be an ongoing one that I'll be working on as well. Wow. <laughs> 52 books a year. Yeah, I read a lot now, but not quite that much. So that I'll, I'll really have to kind of step it up. So I have my books on hold at the library and I'll um, be making sure that I do one a week. 52 books. Yeah. Folks, do you hear this? <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, she's writing 52 books. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Um, it's interesting. You said something that was very unique. The library card. Uh -huh. a, lot a lot of people don't go to the library like they used to. I have a great library here in Portland. They have them on all different locations and you actually just go online, search for what books you want or look at what they recommend and reserve them and they send them to your library closest to your house and you just go walk in, pick it up. It's pretty awesome. I don't know why more people don't use it if you're if you like to read or you want to read more. So Interesting. Yeah. No, that that's that's new. Wow. Okay, that's cool. Mm -hmm. So you got the books. Do you have a certain type of genre you're going to read, or is it like certain methods that each month you're going to read it, or somebody just randomly that you pick uh, out? Just random that I pick out. Or, um, I've had like friends that have said, "Oh, have you read this? Or have you read that? This is really good." So I've kind of kept a list, and then that's what I started with. I started requesting random books off that list. Um, I'm not really forcing myself to do a certain genre or style, just kind of whatever looks interesting, whatever I think um, I'll enjoy and get through. It's kind of more relaxing thing for me. So no pressure about what I read, just 52 books. So. Okay. All right. So what's the, so what's the next one? I saw you have so many cool ones on here. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm, I'm excited for listeners to hear. I'm very excited. Um, let's see. So I think the big one that is the most interesting will be the one that happens in May. And that is, um, I want to summit Mount Hood here in Oregon. Wow. Mount Hood. I cannot. Wow. Mount Hood's amazing. That's an amazing choice. Go ahead. Why, why Mount Hood? Now, what made you want to summit Mount Hood? Well, um, when you're driving down the freeway anywhere near Portland, um, even actually in Eastern Oregon, you can see it. It's this big, beautiful volcano over 11,000 feet. It's all snowy. It's just, you can't miss it. It's beautiful. Um, and back actually when I was in school, I remember, um, in junior high, one of my schoolmates actually died climbing it with his family and friends. Um, it's pretty dangerous climb. It can be. Um, and I don't know a lot of people that have done it. You guys have a guy going up there. I mean, do you guys have a compass? I don't know. I'm just asking questions that other people might be asking. Do you guys have somebody guiding you? I'm not a mountaineer. I like to hike, but I'm not a mountaineer. So I will actually be going with a guide, a guide company just so that I can do it safely and um, make sure I come down. But that was one of my goals. I just really wanted to say that I climbed a big mountain. 
Now, is there any training behind that to climb that mountain? Do you have to go to any classes? How does that work? Um, yeah, they actually recommend multiple climbs that you need to be able to do beforehand. And they have an exercise regimen that you should be able to do in order to climb it, which is also why I'm kind of incorporating the 5K, the 10K leading up to the marathons so that I'll be in peak physical fitness. And then the day before the climb, um, you actually go up to the mountain and they teach you how to use your ice axe. If you start to slide, how to how to stop yourself, um, how to... I love that they're telling you about being very safe about everything. And what time does a group leave to go up to the summit? 1 a.m. is when you start your climb. You climb through the night and oh. summit at sunrise. That way, when you um, head down, you're heading down before it gets too warm, and that's when the rock slides and the avalanches start. You just informed the whole audience listening about this. I never... So you leave at 1 a.m., mm -hmm. And it's a five-hour climb for sunrise? It varies, but yes, you, you summit around sunrise, and then you want to head back down and be back down before noon. Did they tell you the weather conditions that would be up that, be up that high and things of that yeah, nature? Yeah, if there's going to be a snowstorm within 48 hours, they usually cancel the climb and reschedule it. Um, you definitely don't go up if it's going to be bad weather. Um, and the May-June time is actually like the peak time to climb because there's not a huge chance of a snowstorm, but it's still cold enough up there that there's not a lot of the rock slides and you can avoid those um, so that you don't run into that either. Well, I'm amazed because I mean that to hear that, you know, I mean, that's awesome. Kudos to you to take them. That's, that's a huge challenge right there. I mean, it's, it's uh, now the vault now the, if I recall, that that um that mountain is dormant, correct? That for that whole volcano is not mm -hmm. it's not active at all, correct? Mount St. Helens is right active, it correct? Happened. Okay, okay. All right. I'm just trying to make sure I'm not mixing the two mountains up. Mount St. Helens. And that one already blew. Mount Hood. That one blew at night. Right, 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 yeah. right. Right, right, right. And Mount Hood hasn't blown at all. No, it was rumbling back a few years ago, but um nothing current and um no mount st helens is actually maybe on my list for the spring too um we, i was actually talking about that last night with a friend we talked about going last year but the passes to climb it sell out pretty quickly so i guess the hot ticket is climbing the mountains on the western uh, north pacific northwest that's something that's new knowledge to me wow i wow oh wow i did not know that i did not know that at all and how does your dad feel about you doing all this? Just curious, because I know you're, you're really close to your dad. Yeah. And I'm sure he's like, you know, you're his baby. So, you know, what does he think it's about It's funny that, that you asked that, um, because that was actually something when I brought it up. He was, you know, adamant, absolutely not. No way you are not doing that. And I was like, well, I'm an adult. I can kind of do what I want. Um, you know, I really want to do it. And But now we've talked about it a lot. We kind of went through the guide service that I wanted to use. Um, we were talking about different equipment. And now he's actually really supportive. Um, I actually won't be surprised if there's um, the mountaineering. Some of the mountaineering equipment is in my birthday gifts. Like um, he's really, really happy for me and excited for me and really wants me to do it. And he always is asking me about, um, you know, my training and when I'm getting started and what I'm doing and, and things like that. So now he's actually really supportive. Um, he will actually probably be the one to take me up there and um, meet me on my way down. So he's, he's excited for me. He said he doesn't want to do it, but he wants to support me. So <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, what about now you said that you um, are going to do a, go to a desert and I looked this desert up online, and I think what, what's the name of the desert? Albert what's the desert? name of it? I have it. 
Yes. That place looks awesome. I didn't know that Portland, Oregon had uh, had a desert. And Oregon had desert at all. I didn't know that. Yeah, Oregon's actually really diverse. There's um, Eastern Oregon is a lot of desert, um, also mountains. And then um, Central Oregon is, is kind of a blend of that. And then Western Oregon is really rainforesty. I feel like in Oregon Trail, they didn't talk about rainforests. They didn't even talk about even having a desert. Expand on that, please. I, I don't know how I've never been there. I've you know lived in Oregon for a lot of years um, throughout my life. But it's my goal to go there, and there's a bunch of areas um, to explore in the desert, but then also nearby to hike. So that's on my list as well. And how far is that from you, that desert? Oh, gosh. It's about a couple hours. Like seven, eight hours, probably. Wow. I didn't, okay, so I didn't realize it was that far away mm-hmm. as far as like you know going to it. Because, I mean, I looked it on the map, and I was like, wow, where is this place? Yeah. Like it looked like they have festivals out there also. Yeah, they do um interest they do all sorts of random things out in there that desert. They've done the race car driving. I think actually that young race car driver woman died out there actually earlier this spring. Um oh. they do a lot of different stuff out there. Um because it's wide open and it's just literally like cracked, you know, dirt and sand and then um mountains on the side and it's it's kind of a unique place. So to the west you have rainforest. To the east, you have desert, and then all in between, you have all this different wildlife out there. So tell me some of the wildlife that's out there. I'd like to see them. There are antelope and all sorts of animals out there, and just thought it'd be a really pretty place to go visit. Now, here's an interesting one. You you talked about how you wanted to do, um, enter, was it the state fair? Yeah. <laughs> okay, explain, yeah. explain that. Explain that whole background of that story, just so I, we can get So it started out um, back actually when I was a kid. I really always wanted to be in the state fair, but I wasn't really um, a farmer or anything like that. I did come from, I kept saying like, oh, I wish there was something for me to do at the state fair. Like, that'd be fun to try. And it so happens that I really love Christmas trees. And so last year I found out that at the state fair, they were going to start a Christmas tree decorating division. And so um, what I was doing, um, and I ended up winning the, the first place. And then I also won best in show and best in division. And it was so much fun. I love designing this Christmas tree. And so I decided that I was going to do even more this year and go more out and do um, like a bigger and better design and force myself to enter again. Um, Cause it would be really easy since I had good luck last year to just give up and be good with that. But I'm going to force myself to do it again. So that's awesome. That, 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 I mean, that's, that's awesome. I mean, I saw the tree you did, and now is there a higher level or division or anything like that? Or how does it work? Um, n- no, but it, since last year was the first year, um, it was kind of a smaller competition. And then I guess they got a lot of feedback about it. Um, and now this, this year they expect it to actually be even a much bigger competition. And so um, I just, I decided that I was going to enter it again. And then I was going to also do a lot of the, one of the things that they complimented me on last year was I actually handmade a bunch of the ornaments. Okay. All last summer, I was like putting on Christmas music, making ornaments in July. It was hilarious. <laughs> and I decided that I was going to do that again. And so I already have my theme and I'm already starting to work on assembling all of the things I need for August for the, for the tree competition. So now you also said, which was interesting. So keep continue on a the theme of decorating and whatnot. You're going to be your own um, jo- Joanne and Chip doing uh, remodeling your house. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, and you say yeah. you have no idea what you're doing, but you're going to make it happen. Is that correct? Yeah, I want to take on, I have two projects that I want to do. And I figured that they were both easy enough that I could 
could do. Um, I love home decor and I love um, renovations, but I normally do not do them myself. I'm smart enough to know what my skill set is. And I just decided that I'm going to attempt to take one of them on, whether it's like a small bathroom or a living room fireplace makeover, something like that. I want to just do something um, where I can say that I did it and YouTube will teach me the way. <laughs> so. <laughs> so what made you want to do that? What made you want to remodel, just redo your house? What made you want to do it? Well, I mean, pretty modern. It's pretty nice. There's not a lot that needs to be done. Um, but I had decided that I wanted to redo one small bathroom. And then I really wanted to um, add some different things to the living room. So just just decided that I would do those myself. And I hadn't done them yet. And so I was like, hey, I haven't done those yet. So I'll put those on the list and see if we can get those going. So they're on the list. That's awesome. So we went down a whole bunch of things. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, you, you're climbing mountains, which is crazy. I mean, kudos to you. <laughs> the closest I've ever climbed was this mountain called Stony Mountain in Georgia, which is not that high. So I've done that. Uh, 5K, I've done that. Um, so you're turning 40 next year. What, I mean, what does that mean to you? Because as you know, as the great hip hop person would say, Jay-Z, 40 is the new 30. What, mm -hmm. you know, 40, what does that symbolize to you? Um, that's, that's a really good question. Um, and for me, I'm not really focused on the number 40. Like, I'm not afraid of it. I know that I hear people, you know, saying, oh my gosh, we're getting old. Um, you know, and they have all these feelings of positive way and being the best version of myself I can be. And I feel like as I get older, I learn more about myself and I'm a lot more comfortable with myself. And also I'm a lot more aware of like my abilities and, and also areas that I need to, to grow and work on. And so I really love that. And I love feeling probably probably the best I felt in my life about myself. And so I just really want to keep that going and prove to myself that I can do more and be better and all those things. And so really that's what the, that's what it's about for me. So how's your support system? Is your husband so pumped about it? Is he excited? Is he cheering you on? <laughs> what is his, what is his thoughts on it? Um, he, you know, he, um, he just is like used to me coming up with all these weird ideas and um, always having like things I want to do. And so he's, totally supportive. He's just like, do you do whatever you want? Like, you know, he'll help me with whatever I need. Um, but he's not into a bunch of the things that I chose to do. So he's not going to do them. Like he told me that I was crazy about Mount Hood and he had no desire to go. Um, <laughs> but he's like, you go, like you have fun. Um, but he's like, I'm not doing it, but he is going to do like, um, the marathon with me and things. Nice. Like that. Nice. So uh, that's, that's cool. And are you going to have a partner going to Mount Hood? I was going to ask you that. Is there, yeah, is there I'm a friend that's going to be like crazy enough? Like, all right, let's go on a crazy trip up this mountain. I have a friend who um, is interested, but not totally sure, just because it is really like physically demanding and um, not everyone wants to take on, you know, the months of training to get ready for it. Um, but the the guide service that I would be using, there would be a group of 10 of us with the guides that would go. And so even if I just went with that group, it's a like-minded group trying to achieve the same goal. And that could be really fun. And that would also be um, a challenge for me because you know, I'm not the most extroverted person. Um, and so it would force me to make friends, I mean, you know, be friendly with the people around me and put trust in them because we're all holding on to the same ropes going up the mountain together. So um, either way, I would actually be fine. Part of me thinks that it might be better to not have someone that I'm close to with me just because it could be a distraction or whatever. So not sure. That's awesome. So mm -hmm. I always ask people this question on the podcast and um, 
What would you tell your younger self if you're looking at, if you could look at your younger self, what would you tell your younger self now? I think I would have encouraged my younger self to do this stuff earlier. Like, don't wait until there's a big milestone in front of you and you're looking back thinking like, oh, I haven't done all these things I wanted to do. Like, think about the things you want to do when you're young and set your mind to them and just do them. Um, time goes by really fast. I, I sound like a total old person saying that, but it does. <laughs> like, it goes by so fast. And then all of a sudden you're turning 40 and you're like, wow, there's all these things I still really want to do that I haven't done yet. And um, so I would just say, be comfortable with who you are and go after what you want at a younger age instead of waiting to get comfortable and then and then doing it. Now, I, one thing I would love to do, and this would be to check back in with you, mm-hmm. um, hopefully the month of March, April, to see how you're going, see how our things are going, um, to cheer you on, to give you that support. You know, I'm sure our listeners are going to wonder, hey, what happened? Did she, did she achieve some of these goals? Are some of these attain, obtainable? Some people might say, there's no way she can read 52 books in one in one year. There's no way she's going to do all this. And you just think, you know, listeners want to know. They probably want to know what happened to her. Mm-hmm. And I, and I want to know if you wanted to come back on. I know this is, you know, this is new for you, the podcasting world and being extrovert for today. Mm-hmm. But uh, would <laughs> I would you, love to. Okay. Okay. And that's what else I wanted to ask because I feel like you have a great story. And again, a lot of people are, they're our age, mm-hmm. you know? And it's very important for people to have goals in life, I think. And it's beautiful. You're setting that goal now. And you're like, I want to do 40. I want to do 52 mm-hmm. things. There's only these weeks in a day. And, you know, is there anything else that we missed that was really big that I missed out? I know you had a whole list of things. I was just going over the big ones. But whatever you might think highlight I missed, please let, let, let us know. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you highlighted the, the big ones that are the most interesting and um, most unique. And... Um, those are the ones I'm most excited about. Those are the ones I like to talk about, I think, the most. Um, and you mentioned something that was really interesting to me, too, about how, um, you know, people might be surprised or think like, oh, wow, there's no way, you know, she can do those things. That has been the reaction I've gotten from people close to me. People are like, what? Like, you're going to do what? You know, and they um, they have this big reaction. And at first, I was kind of hurt, like, wow, like, you really think I'm that, like, lazy and you know or whatever that I couldn't do these things like and I kind of was insulted and then I thought about it and I was like okay well you know maybe there could be all all different reasons that they think those things but it's actually been fueling my desire to to really um do those things and meet those goals because of people's reactions about how extreme they think they are and um so I kind of love that people are wondering or doubting if I'm going to be able to do it they're going to wonder they're going to wonder I mean I, I'm all behind you in the corner uh, being very supportive and if you do you do what you gotta do you make it happen that's what's all about you know and um have no have no regrets that's the key you can't regret anything in life you know and think about it don't if you didn't do it, if you don't do it then you'll regret i wish i could have did it. you know what i mean did i lose you there for a second or not could you still you hear me yep, we're good now. okay yeah I, I don't want you to lose any regrets you know i don't want you saying i wish i could have done it do it you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be cliche. It's going to be corny when I say this, but you are up there at a place that says, just do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And so you right. are close to that place out there. So um, yep. I'm here. I'm happy that you could share your story with the listeners. And somebody else could be thinking the same thing like, oh, that's really cool. I want to do what she's doing. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe an abbreviated version of that. Yeah. But to do that, 
Do those things, the Mount Hood, the 5Ks, the 10Ks, and you're doing a 5K next week. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you know, and kudos to you, you know. I, right now, I, I could do a 5K, but it may take me longer than I should, but you're doing it. You're doing it. It's very happy that you came on the podcast because it means a lot to me because I know you don't do things like this. And you, and well, thank you. And I appreciate the support. It was very nice of you to ask me to be on. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked your story and I like what you were talking about. And I'm like, I'm turning for you this year and I kind of want to do some, some of these things. And You should. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> you got, you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you have let you do that. Is there anything you're going to do when you're actual 40th that you thought about concluding this whole pr- process? Yeah, actually. Um, well, it won't be probably on the 40th, but it'll be right before it. Um, one of the things that you mentioned before, my dad and I being very close, which is which is true. And one of the things we talked about um, when I was young was always going to see the Rockefeller Christmas tree. I mean, you know, I've been to New York a million times, never have gone to, to see the tree. So um, we're not going to go for the tree lighting or anything like that, but we're going to do a New York trip probably right before my 40th. He will also be turning 80 a few days after I turn 40. Awesome. So we're going to do like a joint birthday trip and go to New York and, and do some fun. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm so excited for you. Can you hear Thanks. Me? No, I'm, I'm so excited for you. Like you have no idea. I've told a couple people about the story, and they were like, "Wow, this is crazy! I can't wait to hear what she's to say." And uh, they'll be hearing it very soon, loud and clear, all over the all over the podcast airwaves. <laughs> thank you. No problem. But I wanted to thank you for coming on and sharing this. Um, it's a piece of you. It's a piece of your life that you're giving, letting the world come in and see that. Is there anywhere we can find people can follow you or see what you're going on, see some of the goals you progress? I know you're talking about maybe doing a blog, maybe doing this and that. Uh, what is there any way that they can follow you or anything like that nature? Um, yep, I think at this point, um, the way that I'm going to be um, documenting it will be through my Instagram, um, and then I'll be using the hashtag Shiloh's 2020 Vision, um, and and I'll be posting about um, the challenges like as I'm doing them or as I complete them. Okay, is your is, is your Instagram private or is it public? No, nope, it's public. Okay, okay, all right. So, it's, tell me your, your Instagram again. What's your Instagram? It's Shiloh B S H I L O B E E. All right. All right. You heard it here first. She's running the marathon first 5k next week, a 10k in a couple more weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and then by the time it gets warm, um, what we, what we will do is we're going to follow back up with Ms. Shiloh and we're going to talk with her right before she goes up on that mountain, I would say, because that would be about April. You say right? April, May, May. Right? Mm-hmm. May. We might, yeah, we'll probably, we'll, we'll recap in April because that'd be something great to talk about and see how, where have you progressed? Where are you at the books? Where are things going on? Just a little check-in and we really appreciate, well, I love, I can't, I'm excited for you. I'm very excited for you. Um, and I can't wait for the listeners to hear the story. So I appreciate you coming on. And is there anything else you want to say before we sign off? No, just thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. All right. Well, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All right. To all the folks, to all the listeners out there, Happy New Year. See you in 2020. We out.